0: I'm Gabe. And I'm Kat. And we're The, the Ghouls Next door. door. Talk about that spooky stuff. Yeah. So we do here. No. I don't
1: want to anymore forever today. What? I don't know. I'm just saying stuff.
0: <laughs> Why are you being so glum? I don't know. Maybe I'm sad. You don't know. Are you being upset because we have such a, a gloomy man to talk about? No, I like Joe. Yeah, but his stuff is pretty <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, so it's a so little sad.
0: sad. Yeah. Which is interesting.
1: I found him very interesting. I was not expect. I never expect to be as interested in the things that I look up until after the fact where I'm like, wow. Hey. Wow. What a thing we just learned. Yeah. I never expected it to be like super fascinating. <laughs> and then I'm always like, oh, cool. You're like, who is this guy?
0: Joe? Joe Hill? I don't know what that is. I was just like, you're dead Stephen King. That's all I know. And then. (laughs) That's so sad. I know.
1: (laughs) But everything we watched, I was like, oh, I've been missing out, man. Yeah. 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 I want to read Horns. I don't like reading books, but I want to read it. It is very interesting.
0: Um, So if you didn't get it, we are talking about Joe Hill today. Yes. uh, Who is uh, an acclaimed author. Um, and is amazing. He's very talented, and just so happens to be the son, yes. one of the sons of he earned Stephen King. That himself. Yes, because he's not joking. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, joking. I get that what you're funny. doing. Funny. Um. But his yeah, he's Joe Hill, and he did try like other um Dave's. pseudonyms. Yeah. At some point, to like real, he wanted to make sure that people liked him for him. Uh and not for who his dad is but he also said um that there were times when he and his brother would write screenplays and send them out under their name yeah and people knew that it was king's sons and they still would like get denied (laughs) it was like this is still bad yeah (laughs) i don't care who you are this is bad
1: yeah and i thought that was really interesting because a lot of it was like him trying to one learn like what it is to write for himself and like not be bad at it because i think the times where he was bad is he was trying to write other stories Mm. that like weren't his and he was like really trying to figure out who he was yeah and once he actually did that like aka hardship box and horns he was like
0: whoa it's good yeah (laughs) i'm good at this wow yeah yeah and I, yeah i think he's one of the newer horror people right because we i mean even with king like he's still around he's still making new things but he is already established like he's already like and king is a uh uh, Hill is also established, but he's more recent. Yeah, um, He has then, great fan art. Or, like, like, just
1: art of him. Of like, him? Of, like, pictures of him that aren't his actual face. Oh. Like, it's drawn of his face.
0: That's cool.
1: Yeah. I want cool fan art of
0: not my face. Yeah. <laughs> just my hair. It's so not good enough it's crazy. When I draw it. <laughs> it's not fan art. I'm it's a fan art. of you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Again, cheesy. Um, So we're talking about Joe Hill, who's, I think, the most recent of any of them. Yes. Like. Of all the people we've talked about, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. So stay tuned to to hear why he's very unique and why he's one of my new favorites. Or he's kind of been a a growing favorite for a lot of reasons, even outside of just horror things, like his other writings as well. So. Yeah. We're going to teach you about him. We're going to learn you. We're going to teach you some wisdoms. Yes. <laughs> we tell you facts. All
1: the facts. Your yeah, facts. All the facts. facts. All facts. All the facts. All the
0: Yay! Excellent. Are you ready? Yes. Excellent. I don't know where that came from, but here we are. I I am in preschool now.
1: Excellent. And I'm, if you can I'm hear sitting... my voice, do not clap near the microphone once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I did it. I'm sitting cool. crisscross applesauce no, you're not, in my brain a lie. What? in this scenario when I am in preschool. Okay. And you have the, the book of Joe on your lap i do We're it is tell you illustrated story. with some some creepy creepy things but also a cool some fan sweet things
1: yeah so learning about joe i was really just like oh man this guy is super interesting so i'm gonna tell you why i find him interesting the interesting thing about joe is that he actually struggled a lot to like become a successful writer and i just thought like his like coming of age story was really interesting like i respect the crap out of the fact that he was like i'm not gonna be just like in my father's footsteps i'm going to be me yeah. I'm going to establish like who I am, unlike and, our like, president. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um and then like he just kept going with it. He like knew he acknowledged when his stuff was bad. Mm. Like he owned that. Like he was just like, yeah, no, it was really bad. I don't. Know. I was. I was just trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> it was. It was bad. I read it again, and I was like, oh, that was. I'm happy they didn't publish that because that would have been. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, and, like, (laughs) all of his
1: stuff was, like, everything he was talking, when he was talking about it, it was just, like, well, my dad said, like, I probably should just put it under Joe King once I wasn't, like, hitting the ground right away. Going to be Joseph King? I think it was Joseph King is probably what he recommended. But it was basically, like, Joe was like, I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. But I'm respectfully going to do this my own way. Yeah. And, like steven our main man steven was super supportive of his son like for the entire thing and i just honestly like after seeing horns i know i am terrible at reading books so you've told me like some of it's similar some of it's not but like even just from the film i saw like a lot of themes that were very much like echoing his struggle in life and like mental health situations and like It was just really cool. I was like, whoa, I love it when so much of, like, someone's identity is infused with what they're doing. So you really see that, I feel like, with Joe. And that, like, he's really just writing about stuff that's very much his because he learned the hard way that, like, doing anything different is going to come off inauthentic. It's going to be bad and people aren't going to like it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think all of his stuff is, like, all about his stuff. But I thought Horns was definitely very, like, shadow of like what his situation was so essentially i know family business is the thing
0: but like that whole family is filled with writers i thought that was wild
1: like uh his mom's tabitha correct
0: yes number one
1: the best awesome mom
0: she's a great mom tabitha king yeah so she wrote eight
1: books novels i think
0: uh which is a bunch and
1: then owen and kelly Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, look at me. At least no Owen. I'm not even looking I don't at it. saying words from my brain, guys. So, Owen and Kelly wrote books as well, or, or writers as well. I just thought it was really cool that like the entire family is out here, like yeah, trying to write stories.
0: Yeah, and on their own, like doing their own thing. Yeah,
1: but like That's apparently cute. Stephen and Tabitha were extremely like supportive of joe and like even like in the times where he was really struggling and when he was like trying to find his voice Mm -hmm. like his dad would be like you know just to get you started (laughs) you could write under joseph king yeah and you probably at least just get like one and i know you're talented so you'll keep getting them and then you do joe hill and he's like "No, no, no i got it it's like you
0: can at least get some money. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) At least one money and then do the other
1: ones. Funny, but never once did they ever tell him he needs to do a different thing. That's cute. So I thought that was cool. And then, like, they actually, like, similar to Tabitha back in the day supporting Stephen, uh, she went with with Stephen, though, in collaboration because they both made a lot of money from their work that they're doing. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Offered to, like, financially support joe and his wife and two sons so i was like that's pretty legit he didn't get success right away though he really had to work at it and um i'm gonna put a disclaimer out there that buzzfeed is not the tops of uh information finding but i found a lot of good (laughs) information from our because was basically just a bunch of quotes from him yeah, and I was like, these can't be false. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. But we're hoping that they're not. So I read this article um, that's basically going about Joe Hill. He calls Bullsh on the crazy BS. artist cliche. He called
0: BS on the
1: crazy artist cliche. Yeah. So I don't love the title, but it's okay. Uh, but it's written by Haley Campbell. And it's basically just a bunch of quotes from him, which is helpful. Uh, but my favorite one is that he said, which I was just like, yo, this is so true. He said, what I discovered was that getting help didn't make me less creative. And I feel like that is definitely a thing. Like, I know even when I was, like, in a bad place, I was like, I write the best stuff when I'm sad. Mm -hmm. When I am super upset, I write the most insightful, most profound, wonderful things. Yeah. But... That doesn't mean I want to be sad all the time. So Joe realized that. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, I will still write even after I start to get better from like all of this stuff when he was really uh, going through it, specifically when him and his wife got divorced. He did write a lot about like when he was sad, but he wasn't even just sad. He was really going through a lot of stress, but... I found out he had a lot of wisdom, so I was like, Joe has wisdoms. It's pretty cool. And there's another good quote that really just, like, encompasses that. Um, so Joe said, I was just really paranoid and really depressed and really unhappy and full of really nutty ideas. I would call my dad with the latest crazy ideas, and he would patiently listen. He was the only person who would listen to me. And he talked to me about through and explain why my latest ideas about being pursued or prosecuted or persecuted was irrational."
0: It's so funny to think of Stephen King as a rational person. Like, rational, not irrational. Like, you're like, I'm having all these like wild thoughts and my brain's all mix max, And he's like, it's okay. The world is fine. And he's like, what? You wrote <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it. He wrote monsters. Like, you wrote your nightmares. What do you mean everything's okay? He's like, it's chill, man. Well, it's <laughs> funny, too, because he also says something
1: about that. I don't remember where I read that. But it was basically like, if you're... Dad's a urologist. Yes. Urologist. And he will go home. He's not going to just constantly ask you about, like, your, your penis. penis. Yeah. Like, that's not what happens. Like, yeah. no, he had, no, he
0: didn't tell me a bunch of scary stories
1: all the time because he does what trauma does to children. Like, no. Yeah. Because it was,
0: <laughs> I, I believe it was because Leno uh, had a quote where he was like the The only kids who probably don't want to hear bedtime stories from their dad are probably Stephen King's kids, and yeah. he was like, "It's funny, but it's also really dumb." <laughs> <'Cause> like, <laughs> of course he's not going to come in and be like, "The world is evil." <laughs> now, good night. <laughs> Let me kiss you on your head. Like he's an adult person. Good night, child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah people die and they're gone forever okay bye i love you (laughs) yeah that's not what happened at least i don't know i wasn't there yeah but he joked and said (laughs) not what happened
1: now i'm sure he read hop on pop like the rest of them so steven was like really supportive of him and like specifically the thing that really stood out to me it was he was the only person who would listen Mm -hmm. which makes me really think of ig from horns and that like everyone just didn't want him to be around
0: Yeah. Because of,
1: like, what he represented, who he was, like, all of that. Yeah. And when he was going through his divorce, I don't know if what he was going through caused his divorce or what his divorce activated the behaviors that he started to exhibit, which was extreme paranoia. And, like, basically feeling like people were watching him and, like, trying to get him. Um, Which... Is a very stressful experience and similar, honestly, to how, like, Ig was being, like, wrongfully persecuted, essentially. Yeah,
0: which is what a paranoia is, right? You're like, I don't know
1: why, but everyone's paying attention to me. Yeah, and it was just like, and also I just felt like he was being demonized in this divorce. Mm. And he felt he had to become what... He was being told he was, similar to how Ig becomes the devil. (laughs) Yeah. Because everyone's telling him he's a murderer and all evil. Yeah. So he was like, Well I guess here I am. But even then, like he's still good, but he's doing things that are not like him. Yeah. That are like outside of his normal. And he's by reaction of just being around people and then getting activated by him, just being there. Yeah. It's making people come out to be their worst selves. Yeah. So he's his worst self and they're their worst self. So I just thought that was really interesting because it's kind of like very much reminiscent of that. Basically how he described all the problems that he was having. And just like the extreme paranoia was really stressful for him. And he was nervous that he wouldn't be able to be creative anymore, essentially, Mm -hmm. if he got help. And it was like through his talks with his dad that he like, like his dad was just like, that's not rational. You will still be talented. Yeah. Like, you need to go to, like, seek
0: counseling. Yeah. Like, and, you'll like, only you will be, be more okay. talented because you can actually, like, sit down and do work. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you can actually focus and be yourself.
1: Yeah. And the way that he discovered uh, writing again was really cute in that he, what is it called? He read, or he was copying The Bigger Bounce. Hmm. So he just had one copy in his, like, back, like, single guy, I'm in divorce mode right now, okay. house.
0: Uh-huh. Had, like, His nothing in cave. it,
1: but, like, the bare necessities and the one book. The simple bare necessities. <laughs> the Big Bounce, uh, which is by somebody. Gotcha. Um, but he essentially just copied the pages huh. of The bigger Big Bounce, which he titled The Bigger Bounce. <laughs> um, and then just, like, rewrote so he could get a flow again. When he was, like, Putting his head above water from the divorce. This is, like, even before, I think, medicine. He just yeah. put his head above water. He for he didn't know how to write in this, like, traumatized state. Yeah. And essentially had to reteach himself. And then once he got, like, 40 or 50 pages into the bigger bounce, he would, like, could just write horns.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what I find interesting about Joe Hill is that he takes things like that are supernatural or fantastical and um puts like real on them. Yeah. Like changes it into be um like it's almost as if like if something fantastical were to happen in this world, yeah. Like our world. Not uh-huh. a different it's world not a different where one. like yeah. like
1: not yeah. multiverse.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I feel like it's just like if one day I walk down the street and then I could go to another like, if I was, like, the girl from Nosferatu and, like, accidentally stumbled in the fact that I can go find things that are lost. Yeah. And it's, like, how do I apply that in real, like, just in my normal life? Oh, I find a wallet that's lost. right. Yeah, like right. It's it's... It-
1: what would I want to do in that situation? Yeah. yeah, and it's,
0: like, even with something like Horns, where it's literally, like, a guy wakes up, and he has horns on his head. And there's yeah. all this other stuff that's going on, and, and there's there's bigger themes and bigger emotions that are happening. But the the core of it is, like, oh, this one spooky kind of weird thing happened to him, and now, like, everyone's being really strange, but he's dealing with it very, like, normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, just very human. Yeah. Like, it's just like, ah, well, we're this now. Yeah. Oh, this is awful. Yeah. I hate My favorite thing about horns was, um, and, and we'll talk about it a little bit in the film cause section, only because I don't think it can come across on screen as well, was when the people would, like, notice the horns. Yeah. And it was, like, this funny thing because they'd be like, huh, you got horns on your head, and that's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes me feel weird. And now I want to tell you all this stuff. And he's like, no, please don't. I really like, I need help because of the horns that you just noted. He's like, I don't remember the horns now. And he'd be like, what do you mean you don't remember the horns now? And he just. Now I just want to do my worst desires. (laughs) And he's like, could you just pause the worst desires? Um, And I think it's just like the way that all the stories are, it's just like he is very good at taking this real problem and then putting on like an absurd premise that's like fun. But also has, like, motives and, like, yeah. has, like, a moral at the end of the story. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's it's really fun to kind of dive into them. Um, I'm a really big fan of um, magical realism. So, uh-huh. like, Toni Morrison does a really great job where there's very real things happening. And then, yeah. like, it's sprinkled in with some magical things that could be explained away by reality. Yeah. Like, you could, there's, like. A real answer and then there's like a fantastical answer where you're like i want to believe in like the magic. more fun answer yeah but there is a real answer yeah with joe there isn't a real answer it's like no this weird like abstract fantastical thing is happening and now we just kind of deal yeah <laughs> like there is no like it, maybe it's he doesn't really have horns. He's just, like, manifesting his own guilt. And it's like, no, these people are doing some really dramatic things. And there's no way that the entire... Like, and you just are forced to believe yeah. every single thing that happens for truth. Yeah. And just, like, take for it. Truth. For truth. You're just like, okay, yeah, now he's red. Now he's got a pitchfork. Now he's, like, <laughs> he's got snakes talking to him all Slytherin-style. Like, we get it. And we believe it, even though it's absurd. Because we're we're still just like yeah that's what's happening in this world. I'm more concerned about how he's going to figure out what happened to his girlfriend. What's her deal?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> honestly, that was like that was so interesting about it, and that like you still were you were also not focused so much on the horns. You're like yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you saw me, but you also away. like all this other stuff's happening about like near the horns. Like that's a factor.
0: Yeah, but yeah, like human times. I think it's it's kind of fun in that he takes like. I think they all kind of do this, except for, I'd say, Anne. hers isn't. Hers was about the the monsters, right? Like yeah. who are who are an extension of the self. Yeah. Um. With someone like King and Hill and Coons, what we're doing is we're getting, um, like real normal people, average oh, yeah. run of the mill guys and girls, and them like everybody, right? Yeah. Who encounter something really weird, and now they're like, okay, uh yeah cool cool all right let's figure out plan a excellent (laughs) and and then they just do that and they always work through whatever it is and react to those things in a very human ways which is like awesome because it's just like if you were in that position as just like a normal person Uh like how would you react probably similar because you'd be like i just have to do that now well yeah and i mean i feel like it's just, yeah, it's very natural. And
1: it helps you kind of, like, envision yourself in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes, makes you more connected to the characters. Yeah. It's just, they're, you're very much, like... It kind of takes the fun of, like, imagining, imagining what it would be like if you were in the apocalypse. Except yeah. it's just, like, this is what really... Like a mini apocalypse. Like a mini apocalypse. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it's, like, small problems, but they're big problems to you individually, probably.
0: Yeah. I would even say, like, in horns at the very beginning when he sees them he has this whole internal monologue where his first thought when he sees them like he touches them because he's like what is this and he's like okay either there's stuff growing out of my head or i have some kind of tumor that is making me see this and for the uh. first half of the film or the book he really solidly thinks that he just has like a. T- he goes to a doctor and people are telling him stuff and he's like all right, I just need to get into this doctor so the doctor can run an MRI or something. Tell me what's obstructing my logical thought that I would see horns on my head. Like he just does not perceive it. And then as people start acting weird and the doctor themselves is like, that's not normal to have horns on your head. He's like, yeah. And he's like, I want to... I'm a perv and he's like why (laughs) can we pause the pervertness for just a minute and just like help out with these and he was like no (laughs) he's like okay um but it it was just such an honest reaction because it's kind of that thing like if if you started seeing things um it's funny in horror that you always get that idea where there's someone like is kind of like jumping on too quick to the to what the actual like answer is uh-huh. like in when we watch Carrie um, in who taught you how to drive um, which is a podcast we are guests on we watch Carrie which is Stephen King and like the girlfriend, not Carrie, uh, Christine. Sorry, Sorry, there we go. I was like, "What?" Sorry. And Christine, <laughs> bucket of blood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I'm sure there's some of that, but Christine's different lady's name and a car, not <laughs> a girl with powers. So, in Christine, he, she, like the the girlfriend and the best friend are like real quick to be like, "The car is messed up." Yeah, the, the car is murdering people. The car is evil, murdering people, <laughs> is evil, it's people. It's coming back to life. That's it. And it, it's like, what? Who would jump to that conclusion, right? Yeah, there'd be like eighty <laughs> other steps before we get to car murder. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Where you like you would solidly think like you like they skipped. My friend has had a break and is murdering people with his car. To straight up, the car is murdering people and try to murder me. Yeah, and I'm upset. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> like how do you get? From, and I feel like where's the line here? Joe is like,
1: it's not the car, guys. It's the guy
0: yeah like, you know like my but natural, also the car is doing that it's also there the character's like i think this is an extension of what that person's feeling and then the car's like yep <laughs> and that's like end of movie <laughs> yeah and that's like essentially what what joe hill does and so there's this the mix of the fantastical and the real and I kind of wanted to give like a little blurb of what each to kind of get a glimpse into what I'm talking about, like to the, the premises of these books that he writes. So you can understand what I'm talking about. So one in horns, which we're going to talk about the film, but in the, the book, we have a man who is accused of, um, killing his girlfriend Mirren. And one day he wakes up with horns on his head that force people to talk about their deepest and most evil unfiltered desires. Um, which, it ultimately gives him, like, a pleasant tingling sensation when he feels the madness and starts, like, actually, like, feeding into it, which is yeah. another thing you can't portray on screen. Like, you, he's yeah. not going to be like, ooh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, Daniel
0: O'Cleff is not doing that. But in the thing, he was like, oh, my horns feel kind of strange. Like, he would have this, like, really euphoric yeah. feeling, and then he, you understood why he was like, yeah, go tell that lady to ke- tell her kid to shut up. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and so, um, eventually, he uses this new... Uh, curse slash gift to solve the murder. Right, yeah. So he takes this whatever happened to him and he uses it as an actual tool. Um, in Harp Shaped Box, we have a former rock star who buys uh, the suit of a man who died in that suit yes. and then is haunted by the ghost of that guy. But yeah. there's like layers to it because it's like the ghost thinks that his he or his dad, I really skim this, um, killed <laughs> his someone related to him. So there's like layers to it where you're like, why did he get this box? And he gets the suit in a box that's in a heart shape. It's a heart shape box. It is. (laughs) But it's like, this is an absurd premise that made me think of like, um, like, uh, Button Button or, um, remember when the box came and they were like, if you push the button. I think it's the box. The box is the movie, but Button Button is the short story. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and the Twilight Zone Episode, I think is called Button Button. Um, but it made me think of that and um, uh, Needful Things yeah. by his dad. I was like, this seems like that. Like, you get this thing, you're like, it makes me famous. But also, there's a ghost. <laughs> and it's because I maybe killed somebody? I don't know. Um, he also has a newer book that features four different stories called Strange Weather. Um, and he has... Each one of these stories, our protagonist is put into some like, perplexing and interesting situations, um, such as in Snapshot, uh, a young man finds himself stalked by a man with a Polaroid camera that can erase memories, which is like Alzheimer's. Yeah. <laughs> like it's literally like this representation of like what happens if someone was stealing your memories, but it's literally a person with a camera. It's needful things, right? Yeah. Um, or a loft where a man's first attempt at skydiving goes awry, and he lands on a solid cloud, just like what <laughs> what's uh, happening well, um where you're looking for freedom and suspense it? but you're forced to be like level and on the ground and like what are you doing um And he can't find a way off of this cloud. I'm very, I really want to read these books. This Um, sounds really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Or uh, Nosferatu, which we're also going to talk about, the series that came out from it. But it uh, focuses on a woman who's trying to save a a boy from a vicious supernatural killer who has set his sights on him and uh, leads her to a town called Christmas Land to fight this killer. But specifically, this woman has, what do they call it? Like a the way or something yeah it's not
1: like the shine but yeah it is <laughs> yeah, of that variety it is a shine
0: adjacent yeah ability it's like her talent yeah he has one it's like people who can travel through things not traditionally and have abilities that like, yeah, i think it can, was like the way or something yeah like that. it's a, the idea that you can kind of like transfer like you don't you're not restricted to the world's rules. <laughs> Like yeah. reality, and but it manifests in certain ways for certain people. So one girl can like she uses a Scrabble bag to like do like the 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 chips to figure out like a it spells out a word. But she puts her whole hand in it's like a bag of holding, puts it's her gross. whole arm in there. It's really creepy. And then the main character uh, rides her motorcycle through a bridge that was actually torn down and isn't yeah. real. But that's in for but in Nosferatu, that's where we have like a girl who can find literally anything. Like that's her thing. Yeah. Is if something is lost, she goes through this bridge and on the other side is the answer this is the thing that's lost and she so, pays for she, it with her eye yes yeah, she's yeah there's always a price right but the first like the first like two times one is like she finds keys yeah she gets her mom's keys the other one was or her credit card she got her mom's card her uh-huh. credit card the other time was her dad's wallet <laughs> or yeah. his watch, his watch. And so it's like You're always like real close to yeah, what like, the actual
1: <laughs> You're uh, word adjacent.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh but it's such a mundane thing. And then she finds her dad too. Yeah. But it's like you could have just been asking around town. We don't have to be leaving. We didn't need our to sacrifice her eye.
1: Yeah. We could have just did some research.
0: <laughs> Google yeah. Maps. Uh but he in the twenty twenty twentieth century ghost stories, he has um It's just a bunch of short stories that he's assembled, that he's written. Some are horror, some are not. But there's supernatural things, like, sprinkled in. Um, One that I found really, really, like has, like, stuck with me Uh is called Abraham's Boys. And the whole story, like, up until, like, the last page, is really about, like, these two brothers who have, like, an overbearing, like, very strict father. Like, it makes you think of, like... They live on in the country, and the, their dad is just like, you don't go in my study, and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And so you have one mischievous boy, because that's how yeah. it is, and you got the one good boy. And they convince each other to, like, get into, like, to break into the office. Yeah. And they get in there, and there's, like, it, it just Spoilers. seems like these, like yeah spoilers to the short story for me because i've never
1: heard this before but also everyone
0: uh spoilers for everyone so they break into the big spoilers um into the office and they're like find some stuff and they're like this is kind of weird and it slowly leads them to start exploring more about their dad and then they're like well we've already come into one like forbidden area let's go to the forbidden forbidden area and that's the basement So they sneak into the basement, and there's a woman who's chained down there. Yeah, it's guaranteed there has to be one, are you (laughs) kidding? He has a whole family down there maybe, you don't know. (laughs) And so you're like, oh my gosh, like their dad's a serial killer, like what is this, this is weird, and then it turns out that you find out what their last name is, and it's Van Helsing, and then he's actually a vampire hunter, and the woman who's chained to that is a vampire, but the kids are like, I thought you were a murderer dad, and it like ruins everything, and it's so great, because it's literally not until the last, like, page where you're like, what? Vampires? <laughs> 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 so this was about two mischievous boys going against their, like, hard father. What? Vampire. Van Helsing. And it's, like, and it's funny because when you think of Van Helsing, it's, like, he was uh, kind of the good guy. Because he was, like, going out and fighting the bad vampires. Yeah. But in this, we're, like, this dad sucks. <laughs> and so then the kids put a whole wrench in his plans. And <laughs> it's, like, oh, he... Oh, it was good that he had that person chained up downstairs. This is the one good time that's allowed. Like the other time, it's All not. All I'm saying is,
1: the vampires we saw last episode; those ones were nice.
0: So some of them were nice. That's true, but
1: still, so <laughs> they were still lean people. So maybe the kids are still doing good stuff. <laughs> okay, let those mischievous kids run.
0: Yeah, let them do it. Um, I will say though, my my favorite of the short stories is actually called um, better than home. Uh-huh. And it's, it really is just about a dad trying to like connect to his son who's yeah. not a traditional son. Like he doesn't like sports and he's a little more difficult and he's possibly on the spectrum. And so he like, this dad is just like trying to communicate him, communicate with him in the way that he knows how. And the yeah. kid is like, no one gets me. And then like kind of, starts to see his dad's trying to connect with him and it was like this yeah. wholesome like i was like gonna cry it was a beautiful story and when it ended i was like did i did i miss something where was the spook because i wasn't yeah. familiar with it and i got 20 20th century ghost stories i was like sure and so I literally Googled, I was like, what's, the, what's up, what better? And I was like, I don't, what is the twist? What is, what am I supposed to get from here that I totally missed? Like, yeah. where was the spooky? And people were like, nah, he just wrote a really nice story about a dad and his son trying to figure each other out, and it's real nice. And I was like, what? <laughs> you, you could just do that? It's like, maybe his dad,
1: when he was young... They didn't get along so well. Because he was a vampire hunter. No, no, no. Follow with me. Yep. Maybe him and his dad didn't get along so well when he was younger. And then when he got older and was really going through stuff, the only one who could listen to him
0: was his dad.
1: Uh, And they became close. Yeah. No, they definitely
0: were connecting by the end of that story. It was cute. Um, But it was like... I was, like, I was waiting for there to be this awful, like, twist. Yeah. I was like, please, no, it's so sweet. I really don't want you to, like, like, (laughs) murder anybody. Please don't (laughs) let this dad be a vampire and that Van Helsing's coming after. I don't want that. And then it wasn't. I was like, wow, thanks, Joe. It's like a nice story
1: about his son and his dad. Yeah.
0: But he's also, like. Where it's like, maybe we're just different. Yeah yeah like maybe we just write heartfelt things sometimes just whatever we feel like um but what i think is what i have some respect for joe as well is that he um he also knows when not to like make a joke like when he knows when like reality sometimes is scary enough yeah and we don't need to add supernatural things to it yeah um so in um the strange weather there's a a fourth story. So we had yeah. those other ones that were were cool, but there's a fourth one, um, and it's it's called Loaded, and it's about a a, a shooting. Oh, so it, and there's no like supernatural. It's literally just like a man coping with this situation that happened yeah to him
1: because well, that's cool that he was <laughs> just violence. like yeah he didn't make it anything
0: extra than that yeah he didn't he didn't feel the need to and because it's like justifiably, that's scary enough. We yeah. don't need to put any, like, funny gags or or something absurd. He was like, no, this is an actual real-life scary thing. Like, so this is what it is. You know? Like, he he's either like, this is 100% real, or here's something super, super absurd on real life. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's never like, I'm going to mess around. It's, it's just like, here's a weird thing that's happening to normal people. Or he's like, no, real life, though. And I think that's, like, really talent to kind of go from one to the other where you're not kind of like stuck in like pigeonholed into this like space where it's like i'm only gonna make spooky stuff and after like reading better than home i was like this man is like one of my top favorite authors for his ability to do like to 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 astound me for two completely different stories in the same book that i was like wow (laughs) like i can't he can do no wrong yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't,
1: I feel like i probably said this before because my brain doesn't retain information. Um, but I really want to read his books. Yeah. Like, I'm not a reader. I literally cannot focus on something from, if I read it, I'm going to forget the first half of it, but I get to the time I get to the end of it. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I still want to do it. He yeah. seems like
1: it's worthwhile. I mean, a lot of the stuff that he writes about just seems really real, mm-hmm. and I enjoy that.
0: Yeah, and I think I'm going to go get um, Strange Weather. Because I think that yes, would be really good. Yes, I want to read good. it too, so get it. Yes. Yeah. I want to read it together. Okay. And we can cry together. It'll be great. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> So we watched things as well. We did. So we already kind of alluded to it. Um, One, we watched Horns yeah. from 2013 and his director, um Alexander Aja, who did High Tension and the new Crawl movie. He did better on this. <laughs> yes. Never at
1: any point was I was like, ah. It was classic Alexander. She murdered herself. <laughs> I don't yes. know. <laughs> you know I mean, oh something dumb.
0: Let <laughs> um, yeah. Let's
1: make a mockery of mental health issues. <laughs> no, it was just normal.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like you can't really do that when you're handed, like, source material that is Joe Hill. Like, you can't mess yeah. it up because he did a good job already. Yeah. I What I think is really cute is Joe Hill, and I don't remember where I read it, just in, like, randomly looking on the Internet, there was, like, an interview with him where he was talking about how he just, like, Loved and appreciated the, the hard work that was going into it. And like, yeah. people really dug it. Like, he really appreciated Alexander's work. And also, um, Daniel Radcliffe, and I'm blanking on what the actress's name is. Um, yeah. But he was like, they really put their whole selves into it. And he yeah. was super appreciated. He was like, they tried so hard. And he was like, and it's, it's a piece of work that is really, really hard to, to adapt per- to yeah, screen. To and on he screen. was like, so for what I got, I'm really happy with. Yeah. But I told, like, and they did work really hard. He's like, but it is a, ve- like, I handed them a very difficult project. Yeah. <laughs> like, I set them up for failure, and yeah. they ended up not failing, which was, like, great for him. So um, the the synopsis for Horns that you can read on IMDb is, In the aftermath of his girlfriend's mysterious death, a young man awakens to find strange horns sprouting from his forehead. Yeah. So, it's Dana Radcliffe. He has an American accent. He does. <laughs> he tries really hard. Every time he's, like, angry, he does, like, this this breathe thing, like, where he, like, has to inhale, like, after every, like, few words. Yeah. Like, he's, like, so angry that we're, like, he can't breathe anymore. And I was like, ugh, what is he doing? And then I was like, I don't know if he's getting real meta, because the character does have asthma. And yeah. the character gets, like, like crapped on throughout the entire novel about the fact that he has asthma they're like you're weak because your lungs don't work like hey (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was like really i was like what is this even to himself he's like i always knew i was nothing because i couldn't even breathe and it was like what are you like your brother is allergic to literally everything i relate
1: to that though yeah it makes it I'm hard. also allergic to everything. They just put me, the two kids together, it's me.
0: Yeah. I'm in this <laughs> and film. I'll, and now you know what Joe Hill thinks of you. <laughs> That's not nice. Aww, I like Joe. He doesn't think that of you. He would say, you know, right what you know, use it to empower yourself and use your inhaler. Um. <laughs> Correctly, not three times. Yes. You only really um, do two puffs. I think he did. it might have been two. Maybe I was misreading it. There was just some things where I was like, like, the, the bad guy, um, so spoilers, this film was from 2013. The book has been also out for a very long time. Um, but the, the person who actually was a killer has, like, internal monologues. Or even just outternal. Like, <laughs> he just, like, one of, like, his first, like, encounters with um, Ig, he's like, yeah, I really like that girl. They don't know who she is yet. He just saw her in church from behind and was like, she seems really pure and virginal and that's my thing like i want to like diverge in someone because that's what i like. i don't want a girl like the i forget her name Glenna, who just throws herself at you and is a slut like that like it was like <laughs> yeah they kept referring to her as trash yeah. which is just and she weird. herself thought she was trash which was awful um but he was like i don't want that who's just like here to give it to me cuz they care about me i want to go and like take it from someone and ig is like Let's be best friends. <laughs> let me, yeah, let's. Uh, let me. Let's. Let me into your. You life. know how
1: to craft metal.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you this said, is an equivalent exchange. <laughs> you fix a necklace. Maybe that means you win her over now. I guess. And also, uh, you said some really scary stuff, but I don't really understand. And then, like it, to the point where it's funny because, like, there's a point where um, he said Lee says like where's your porn (laughs) or something like that like he's like where's your stash and ig is like oh yeah let me of course i have that and he gets it out of the the candyland board game and that's where he hides it and he's like oh yeah sick man and he was like oh oh yeah because he was like i just no one plays candyland anymore so i knew they wouldn't look (laughs) And he was like oh i thought it was like a Sick like pun like it's it's sweets and candy here and he was like no I just was being strategic and then when he opens the box to reveal what his porn is and his stash it's literally like X rated like comic books because he's still like a child <laughs> yeah, and then Lee is like well let me show you some graphic like torment porn and the guy's like here's my new best friend <laughs> I have no worries but in the best part well, wait in, though. Yes. Is this before or after
1: the fingers go explode?
0: This is before that. Oh, my God. Okay, so, continue. So, yeah, so here's, and it's not this fingers even, in he's the He's not book. even guilt friends. He's yeah. real friends. Yeah, so in, again, spoilers, like, super hard. So in the book, what's really funny is the first part is, like, we are introduced to the fact that uh, Igg wakes up. He's got a super hangover. He looks in the mirror. He has horns. He's like, what's wrong with me? Glenna eats a box full of donuts. He has this whole thing in it and he ropes in the fact that like his girlfriend had been murdered. It was a sex crime. Everything. Everyone thinks he's a sex criminal. He says that a lot. Um, and there's like all this. And he he talks about, like... And it's long. It's a long time before we're even, like, introduced to Lee, really. He yeah. talks about, like, I had my friend Lee, who's not talking to me anymore, probably because everyone thinks I'm a murderer.
1: Oh, yeah. He was just like, Yeah, yeah he's fine. like,
0: it sucks. Like, we know nothing about this guy. And then all of a sudden, he's interacting with his family, who... To be fair, if you're going to have your family tell you your deepest, darkest secrets and their deepest, darkest secrets are just like, it makes me really sad to look at you because now I think you're a murderer and it makes me feel bad. Uh, And I want you to just go away so I don't have to do that is like the least worst thing that a family member could say to you.
1: (laughs) No, that's fair. And even like when the dad was talking to him, it's like, I just have never understood you. And that's been hard. Yeah. And also, I think you murdered the best part of what I thought you were. Yeah. And, and then like, he's like, was...
0: me too. That was also what I thought. Um, which was like, it was super sad. But then his brother comes in and he just starts crying. And he's like, what? Um, and he loves his brother. His brother's great. And he, he just reveals where he's just like, I didn't help, but Lee killed her. And he's like, what? And then all of a sudden. We're Wait, he... how did he know Lee killed her? Because he was there. So the whole thing is that from that point, we go back in time and we start from the beginning of when he meets her in the church and we just get his entire childhood all of a sudden. So it's funny because we're, we're like, we get this weird kid who says some weird things that make you go, why do you trust this guy? And then he he has the explosion, but instead it was, and so he ended up being blind in his eye, but it was like still there. So it's like, he's this like super blonde, blue eyed with one like smoky eye guy who says, really absurd things to you and you upon like le- once he has that thing to his eye it comes out that he has been lying about everything that he stole this like skateboard and then he also like stole some magazines and went around town selling them as if it was for a church function. Like literally a super evil kid. And then <laughs> and then the egg is like what? It was him <laughs> this whole time? It was that guy? The guy the guy who was like made to look look evil like in true horror fashion that's why i was like there's no way that they're gonna show me a lee on screen that looks like that because the whole point was like we didn't know what he looked like i didn't yeah. know who he was so when the reveal came one i called it but when it came i was like oh why and then they have all that and i was like why didn't anyone think this <laughs> why wasn't anyone like hmm you think it was the problem kid no it was definitely a who's done nothing
1: like yeah, he's done nothing, nothing but
0: love her. Yeah, for his whole life he's been nothing but a puppy dog. And so it's just like, oh, what? Um, but I think what's really cool about Ig in the book is like his reactions to people and like his like internal like it's funny because like he's supposed to be the devil now, yeah. right? <laughs> because he's getting horns and eating. he does feel good when he tells people to do bad stuff. Yeah. But he still has a line and yeah. does not cross it. So there's, like, times when people are like, like, <laughs> there's one that made me laugh out loud. I was listening to audiobook on the bus. And it was, like, the, Mirren's dad. And she he was like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna scream my daughter's names at, because in the, it's a daughter that dies and the wife is still alive and they scream their names at her until she like leaves the house and like blah 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 blah. and he's like no that sounds kind of mean don't do that and so he goes through all these lists of like violent things that he wants to do and he's like no 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 you don't want to do that and he goes all right well then maybe i'll just call out of work and i'll lay in a dark room for a few hours and he's like yeah that sounds good and then i'll put a gun in my mouth and he's like no what (laughs) what wait hold on You're not doing that either. And it's so funny because it's like all these, it's like 10 things that are awful. And then he's like, I'll just sit in the darkness. And And he's he's like, like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah." And he's like, and shoot myself. What? No. (laughs) It was like, I just burst out laughing. And then at the end, he's like, all right, maybe I'll just drink all day. He's like, please, is that the end of the sentence? And he's just like, yeah. He's like, perfect. He's like, or maybe I'll make her come home and I'll just like. (laughs) I'll sh- <laughs> he's like, I'll get all the photos of our daughters and I'll shove them down her throat. And he's like, why are we, can we go back to the drinking? Can we go back to just, I'll, it's, I bet that would be a lot of work. And you know what's not a lot of work? A gin and tonic. Let's go get one of those. <laughs> so it's like, he's literally supposed to be this like epitome of evil, but he's still like, no, don't do that. Like people yeah. ab- are like, can I just like go hang myself? He's like, no. And i like, can I go like punch this old lady? No. <laughs> And then, like, if someone's like, "I want to leave town because this place has always been awful to me," he's like, "Yeah, go ahead, be some keys. live your best life." Yeah. So even when he's literally the devil, he's like the nicest kid still. And I'm yeah. like, "How are people like?" Ig did it. Um, but the the movie's different.
1: No, it was a, it was a fun time. I really liked the movie, even though you didn't like Daniel Radcliffe.
0: I did not. I felt really bad, but I but hated I had it. no other perspective, so I was yeah. like, "This is okay." Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. Well, where I'm at, the whole thing was a good time for me, until the end, where, spoilers, Lee dies, because he's been harpooned (laughs) by the horns of Ig. Yeah. And then snakes proceed to enter his body in various locations forcibly. And that (laughs) messed me up. I literally... I don't look away often. <laughs> I don't like snacks. Good boys, bad boys, I don't like them. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm scared of them. Yeah. It's just, I feel like it's normal, and I'm not going to apologize.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't love the movie at all. Yeah, I mean, it made me
1: want, if I know the book is better, I was like, oh, maybe made me want to read the book. Yeah. Especially after, like, learning, like, what it was about. Yeah. Like, for real, for real. And I was like... <gasps>
0: It is a tough thing um, to re- when you read stories about women and they're not around, and we can never get their point of view. Yeah, we just hear from them through the lens of other people who didn't know her. Yeah, enough. Like even Igg didn't really know her. If he, the way that he reacted was like, "Why don't you know who she is? Why do you believe this?" And I, I didn't get because you're like vulnerable already, and you would like it's the worst thing that could ever happen to you is that she's leaving you. Yeah, and so like that could trigger like uh you know a defensive response yeah but it just seemed to me like what are you doing um, the, i think the 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 movie it starts out very similar to the point where a lot of the dialogue is verbatim um but then it, it differs because it's really hard to tell this story because <laughs> yeah. you don't have the flashbacks like you don't have the emotional ties and like their growth and you don't have lee's point of view which is like a whole because we see from his point of view because she touches him you see all the stuff where he's like Oh, she she wrote a letter where she said she has a hot, icy blonde friend who is interested, but there is no friend. It's definitely her. And, like, all these things where it's very clearly, like, she's just being his friend and he's reading into it. And you're like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. But you don't get that. You just think, oh, he's a bad guy. But then you also don't, like, hear about him, like slowly murdering his mother or like being evil in all these other ways so you're just I like oh this... slowly
1: murdered his mom yeah it's like this... you need to warn somebody
0: <laughs> so, well that's like you we literally just had to be like you just have to automatic like he has to have that turn and then we're like oh he was just evil this whole time and it's kind of like it's a little fun when you're watching it on screen but you don't feel it as viscerally as yeah, when yeah. you're like oh wow this explains he's just he's just like this
1: yeah. yeah, I thought the Marin thing was cool, and that like, I feel like a lot of times when you're in relationships where your focus is what your life will be like, mm-hmm. like your future, you kind of lose sight of who's in front of you. Yeah, and I feel like that's probably part of what happened.
0: Yeah, and she was very real. She was like, "You don't know, yeah. you don't know what we're supposed to be." Like he, she even says like, "You are always like in your head, and so it's always fantasy with you," yeah. which is why like I feel like that argument that they're having. Is, like, to me sounds like was probably very close to home for Joe. Where it was just, like, you were always, like, everything is always, like, some fantastical, supernatural, like, insane reason why you're doing, like, why things are happening. Like, it's, like, uh, nothing just happens. She's, like, frustrated because she's, like, I just want you to see me for who I am and not, like... Like And even, like, the brother even says it one time where he's just like, oh, I guess he finally saw that Mirren's just a person and is not this magical being who, like, is untouchable. Like, no, she's kind of a little slutty. She dresses that way. She has her own dreams, and they might be different from yours. She's not just, like, virginal, beautiful princess that everyone keeps saying she is. She's an actual human being who can, like, do whatever she wants. Yeah. And it's like, and I think that's kind of, like, a part of, like, who Ig was where he was just like, oh, right. People are people are not nice. <laughs> people aren't always nice. Yeah, which was his downfall. Um, we also watched a mouse. Um, so we watched Nosferatu,
1: which I did not realize that's how you said it until I read it for real. For her. Yeah. I was like letters and numbers. It spelled like a um, license plate. Yeah. I was literally just like letters numbers. Because it's a car. This show is letters numbers.
0: (laughs) That's good.
1: (laughs) It is nos O S
0: four A two. Yeah, I did not (laughs) it did not
1: (laughs) register for me until you kept saying it. And the first three times you said it while we were like, we didn't watch that. I was like, Ms. Ferratu. Like the vampire guy? Exactly. (laughs) I was like, we didn't watch that. (laughs) What do you mean? So that director is various because it's a series, is a TV series. So it, it was more than and it was from person. 2019. Yes, so it's new, new. Yeah. So Charlie Manx, a seductive immortal who feeds off the souls of children, has his whole world threatened when a young woman in New England discovers she has a dangerous gift.
0: This was from IMDb. I did not call him seductive myself. I was like, what? I don't feel <laughs> that, that old way about person. Well, he became young. I
1: know. Through the souls of children. I forget
0: the actor right now. Um, We didn't watch the whole thing. No.
1: But it was definitely interesting. It was like, I would watch this normally. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a show that, like, it was easy to get into. The only reason we didn't watch all of it is because I have to go to bed before 11.
0: There's only so many times in the day to to be watching. Um, One fun thing that I found when I was, I had no idea what Nosferatu was about. I was like, oh, cool thing. I'm going to click. Uh, I was like, click. (laughs) Yeah. And then it was not, I wasn't anything that I thought it was. I was like, wow, this is something that if I stumbled on this into like Netflix, I would have been like, yeah. It, uh, one, it takes place in here, Iowa, Ohio, one of the. Okay. The square ones. Uh, but it's called Here, which I thought was cute. And then it also takes place in Haverhill, Massachusetts. Where you know where. Where I have lived. Yeah. And I was like, what? No one ever talks about that. We don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't bring attention. Did you recognize anything? <laughs> no. Does that bridge exist? I don't... I it was been... knocked down 15 years ago. <laughs> I I don't remember. But besides that's it's cool. I, do, I was kind of like bored... Whenever the family quarrels come in, because yeah. I'm like, it was kind of cliche. Like, I did, the one thing I liked about it was, so we have this character, I'm blanking on her name, I'm really bad at names today. I really
1: liked her accent the whole time. She like, she was like, <laughs> I'm from here.
0: Yeah, I did, I did think it was funny the whole time, because I was like, oh, here it goes. If I hear a, a Boston accent, I'm not happening? used to kids
1: having... Like
0: yeah. Boston accents. <laughs> but what I liked about it was that, so she has a, a, the main character, her, one of the main characters, her dad is like an alcoholic who is abusive. Yes. But they do a really good job of showing that he's like the one who's compassionate to her. Yeah. And like takes care of her when she's like upset, or care of her when she's upset. And like, so you kind of understand why she stays and why she cares. Because, like, and she also feels like she, in turn, has to protect him. So, yeah. like, she goes she goes and, like, he, like, leaves the family in, like, episode two and is, like, with some, like, random townie. And she, like, goes in, like, to that. She goes to live with this. He, he's cheating on her mom and she's going to live in this house with him because she wants to make sure that he's safe. Yeah. Despite the fact that he just yet, like, he left because just yesterday he hit his, he hit her mom. Yeah. Her mom.
1: I mean, yeah, I feel like it was, not that this is always a thing, but it kind of ties back to the little bit of a cliche where it's, like, the cool dad, even though he's the worst. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. He's like, I always forgive my dad. Yeah. He don't know no better. Yeah. And it's like, yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he does. He's just being a bad guy.
0: Well, that's like, I and think. And it's like, he's
1: cool because he doesn't have any of the responsibility. It's like, oh, it's always so cool to be dad or you
0: don't have to actually, like, do anything. Clean up. not hit me when you drink vodka like who knew um yeah well it kind of makes me think of um in it with um bev like what you don't see on screen because it's really hard like it's also not fun to do um but bev the character is like she does love her dad yeah and she has like a big struggle where she's just like but i love him so i don't like i must be doing something wrong yeah if my dad is hurting me this way yeah so i have to do better and then also simultaneously being like but he's also the worst so yeah. i don't understand like there's this struggle within that character yeah so i think it's like really interesting that, that like really that's also like on screen yeah so to pat to have that in this way on this screen was like i thought it was interesting because i was yeah. like oh we are getting this like thing and it was interesting i do like the christmas land thing Um, It was
1: interesting, yeah.
0: With the kids, and he's siphoning their youth. Spoilers. Uh, (laughs) Another thing I didn't like uh, is that there's a trend in the kingdom ah, (laughs) uh, of using people who are neurodivergent as tools and, like, Igor types for the big bad. Yeah. Which is, like, in The Stand, we have that, where we have someone who is, like, neurodivergent and is used as this tool. For, like, a really big bad. And it's, like, we see that again. Like, we have someone who loves Christmas and works really hard and is this sweet man who, like, cares about his mom. And he's being used by this guy. And I was, like, do we need to do that? Can we just get, like, a guy who's just nice? Yeah. Like, does it have to be someone who's neurodivergent? Well, I guess their false argument is that... They would be more inclined. But there are people who are just, like... Not neurodivergent, but also just not very wise. They're not... Like, the guy before him seemed like he got... Like, he wasn't neurodivergent in that way. He didn't seem very nice in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. But that... Like, okay, that's enough, right? Like, (laughs) um, I think the twist is that he, like, found someone who cares about kids yeah and so that was like the driving thing but it's like he's gonna catch on and not like you need to find someone who's like i dig the fact that you're murdering kids i love that but the fact that he has to go through all this work to trick him yeah to be like i wish i saved you because you had a hard childhood and you your childhood died here it is r.i.p and now you can help me save these kids so they don't have to die except they are dying like i feel like he's gonna figure that out yeah nerd virgin or not he's gonna get he's gonna be like you're not helping these kids that's my one motive yeah. So I think it's just like kind of weird. And I just I it's think it tired. might transcend into fear. Yeah. Afterwards like, after and that's he what gets he's over it. He's driving for fear. And I was just like when I saw it I was like really like as soon as he showed up I was like I don't want this. <laughs> I was yeah. like I'm tired of this. I don't want it. It's trash. Um and I hate it. <laughs> I was like I honestly hate it. Um yeah. and and then I was also like I guess it runs in the family cuz I was like here's another here's another thing cuz there was a few things in Horns where I was like ah. That's a, that seems like a kingdom thing. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, I guess. Cool. Any other words about it? That's all I got,
1: friend. Feelings. Yeah, feelings. Yeah, feelings. Yeah, I said
0: feelings. Let's talk about feelings. Okay. If you like it, it's my dad was a vampire murderer. Yes. And if you don't like it, it's obviously Lee was a murderer because yep. they it was very it was like in your face. Yep. There we go. Here <laughs> they, we they, they gave are. him yes. disability and everything for it. <laughs> They're like that's what it equals murderer. Here you go. Equal opportunity employer, guys. Yep. Uh, so for the topic of Joe Hill himself. Oh, I love
1: him. Best vampire murderer dad. Aw. I liked his his time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
1: I, I sympathize with his time. I relate to his time. I like how he writes. Yeah. He has wisdoms. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You did write that. I I do um, like how, and I think what we're seeing in a lot of these, and I feel like so inspired to like write stuff, like honestly. Yeah. And it's that idea of like writing your trauma. Like, oh, do you have, are you having a really bad time? One, like first take care of yourself. Take yourself out of. Bad situations. If you can, like, remove yourself yeah. from toxic, like, toxic areas. Um, but also, it's like we don't have to like let that weigh us down and like hurt us, right? It can like, be we what can, makes
1: us more powerful? Yeah,
0: like we can turn this trauma and we can share it with the world, and then someone else can be like, "Oh, I totally relate to that. I I'm get not that, alone. and I can, yeah, <laughs> I can also live and understand." And I and I think sometimes that's the only way we can really. Like talk about it too. Yeah, it's like I can't outwardly tell you that I am having these things. Like, yeah, I can only tell my dad. But I can write this stuff down and give you this really amazing story that's like absurd and fun and like scary and uncomfortable, and then like allow you to feel what I was feeling in your own way. Yeah. So it's like a vulnerability, and I. Yeah. And he's just a really skilled writer. Like I honestly. Better Than Home was one of the best stories I've read. And I was like, what? Is that the dad? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. He writes good dads sometimes. Um, even like the dad in, in Horns was like pretty, de- he was pretty nice. Both of them were pretty nice. Um, yeah, they're just like,
1: it sucks you're a murderer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the other one was like, it's, I didn't want to hate you for killing my daughter, but now I lost two daughters. It sucks. Yeah, I really like Joe Hill and I do want to read more of his stuff. Me too. I think everyone else should too. Uh, what about for *Horns* the film? Okay, it was the middle ground between *Vampire Dad* and uh, obviously. obviously Lee was the killer. Yeah, uh, it's obviously Lee was the killer for me. I didn't love it. I just really didn't like Daniel Radcliffe. He was just always so angry, and I was like, I get it, was kind of angry, but he was also really like sweet, and yeah. like he he struggled with it, and I feel like. Daniel Radcliffe's character was just always, like, huffing and puffing. Like, he was always like, oh, oh, I'm so mad. Oh, oh, the world is so unfair. And the whole time, Ig was just like, it is really unfortunate that this is happening to me. And I'm, like, really mad. And I, like, believed it. Like, I was like, this is what real people do. And Daniel was just like, oh, kicking cans. Oh, I beat up my brother for no reason. (laughs) Like, I was like, what is happening? I mean, to be fair, you know, not think he
1: murdered his girlfriend.
0: Yes and no, though. Like...
1: Cause he was on drugs.
0: It was yeah. I and then they wrote that in there because he's not like that. Like his brother is really nice. It immediately tells him what happened. Yeah. But, yeah, Of course, it ruins like this the story. But yeah, I just really did. I need to watch the mouse with Daniel Radcliffe to redeem him in my eyes. I'm I might watch thing the Swiss on. Army Man one where I oh, don't I think he talks good. All the whole time. I think he's just there, which I can deal with. I think he was good enough. <laughs> if he's not going around <laughs> huffing and puffing and kicking stuff. Okay. Got horns on my head. Ah, jeez, ah, horns. This is what anger is. <laughs> An American accent. Ah. That's, Daniel, that's my Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> it was not that bad. Uh, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. What about *Nausfrata*? That's cool. Yeah, I feel that. I don't know. I don't feel like we got
1: enough into it to really give it a fair. Yeah. Rating. Um, I definitely think like if we had just found it like randomly, we definitely would have watched at least the first season. Yeah. Um, but we we only watched two episodes, so yeah. I don't feel like we have a accurate enough lens to give it a full rating. But I thought it was okay. For the start, and maybe it gets better.
0: Yeah, I think if I can get, if we can stop dealing with her family sadness. Yeah. And we got into the supernatural stuff. I'd be down. Because I'm like, I want to know about Christmasland. I want to go back to the girl who can put her hand in the Scrabble bag. I want to know who else has, like, these powers. Yeah. Like, I want that. And then it's just like, oh, someone's real sad. And she runs away all the time. And I'm like, okay. Like, we all I have mean, trauma. I mean, if
1: anything, she's handling it very much like a uh, middle schooler like a, would. Yeah, like a yeah. T- or teenager. Or high schooler,
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. So, like, at, but at least I, that's realistic. After, like, the second time, I was like, I don't need this anymore. And then it happened, like, seven more times. Yeah. I love Joe... Joe Hill. I'm have joking. Joe Hill. I, uh, Joe Hill. I and like Joe Hill too. I love this whole series. I thought I learned a lot about people, and I enjoyed like doing literature analysis because that's one of my favorite things. Yeah, that, that wraps up our horror writers series for the spooky dope, 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 months. Dope. It's not like we're
1: never gonna talk about it again. And give us some recommendations, y'all.
0: Yeah, tell us more people. Is someone we didn't talk about like Clive Barker or something? Like tell us about it, and maybe I'll consider. If it. If you got some ladies, we're hundred percent on board. It's very hard to find. All right. Yeah. Well, if you're on the Apple iTunes time, give us a rating and a comment. Yes,
1: please. Also, need, need um, yeah. Don't get married.
0: Delete your kids. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs>